Chapter Thirteen of the Tale of Patty Muskrat by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Brass Buttons. If it had not been for Mr. Crow, no one in the mill pond would have thought of having policemen. You see, Mr. Crow had traveled. He looked down upon many big towns as he flew over their outskirts on his journeys between Pleasant Valley and his winter home in the south, and he had noticed that most cities had at least one policeman, and some of them had as many as two. You ought to have a policeman in this pond, he told Mr. Turtle one day. It would save everybody a good deal of worrying, for the policeman would always be on the watch for trouble, and when there was any danger he would warn everyone. Mr. Turtle rather liked the plan. I've lived here almost a hundred years, he said, and I've had to be on the lookout for danger all the time. If we had a good policeman, maybe I could spend the next hundred years in peace. That's the idea, said Mr. Crow. But where are we to find a policeman, Mr. Turtle asked. I don't know of any in Pleasant Valley. In fact, I never saw one in all my life. Oh, you'll have to find someone right in your pond, Mr. Crow told him. All you need to do is put a blue uniform on him and give him a club. That's the way to make a policeman. But he must be fat, Mr. Crow added. All policemen are fat. So what you need to do is choose the fattest person in the pond. Then, said Mr. Turtle, Patty Muskrat will have to be our policeman, for he's the fattest person in the neighborhood. After Mr. Crow had flown away, Mr. Turtle talked the matter over with his friends in the mill pond and all agreed that Paddy Muskrat was just the one to wear a uniform and carry a club and warn everybody when there was any danger. Paddy was much pleased when he heard of the plan, and he felt very happy because Mr. Frog, who had a tailor shop, promised to make him a new blue suit with brass buttons, free. But Mrs. Paddy did not like the idea, at first. "'Won't it take you away from home a good deal?' she inquired. "'I don't like to stay alone in the house, because I'm timid.' You'll be quite safe, Patty assured her, for I'll be on the watch for danger every minute. Won't you need a new suit? she asked somewhat anxiously. Your old one is patched, you know. I'm to get a new uniform with brass buttons. Free, Patty told her. Mr. Frog is going to make it for me. Mrs. Patty Muskrat said at once that, on account of the new suit, she was willing to let Patty be a policeman. What color will the suit be? she asked. It will be blue, Patty told her. When she learned that, his wife seemed disappointed. I was hoping it would be pink, she said wistfully, because pink is my favorite color. Then Patty Muskrat said goodbye to her and went straight to Mr. Frog's shop to be measured for his new clothes. In three days the new suit was finished. Patty tried it on, and he was much pleased with it. I'll wear it, he said to Mr. Frog, and you can carry my old suit home for me. "'You can't leave my shop until you pay me,' Mr. Frog cried. "'Pay you?' Patty exclaimed in surprise. "'You said you would make a blue suit with brass buttons free.' "'And so I have,' retorted Mr. Frog. "'Here's your bill, and you'll notice that I have not charged you a penny for the buttons.' "'You see, Patty Muskrat had misunderstood. "'The brass buttons were all that was free. "'He had to pay Mr. Frog for the suit, and though he hated to do that, there was something else that he dreaded far more, and that was telling his wife about his mistake. End of chapter 13 Brass Buttons